0: Well, hello and welcome everybody to our next episode of the Westlake Daily Podcast. And today, again, I have Nick Papageorgia with me. Hi, everyone. And Nick, we're going to talk about another inspiring character in the life of the church, aren't we? Yes, we are. So far, we have talked about Augustine and Calvin and George Muller and Martin Luther and Charles Spurgeon. And today we're going to talk about... C.S. Lewis. C.S. Yes, Lewis. Tell us about C.S. Lewis.
1: C.S. Lewis is another one of those giant figures in the Christian world. His full name was Clive Staples Lewis. And he was born in 1898 in Belfast. He was a, one of those children that had a very prodigious kind of mind. He used to write elaborate fantasy stories and tales. And nonetheless, he was drafted in World War I and he fought there. And then after that, he excelled in Oxford University. And he was appointed there to teach from 1925 till 1954. Um, after that, in 1954, he was appointed to a, a new chair in Cambridge University, And that's where he remained and taught and worked and researched until his death in 1963.
0: And his subject that he taught and studied was? It was actually medieval
1: literature. He was particularly interested in medieval stories and medieval myths and their allegories and their symbols. However, he is definitely gone down into history, mostly known as what we call a Christian apologist and a lay theologian. C.S. Lewis wrote a whole number of books. He broadcasted a series of talks during World War II, and he is considered today to be a massively influential figure in apologetics, in theology. He really was unparalleled in the way he thought and the way especially he wrote and spoke. He was phenomenally eloquent.
0: And I think it would be fair to say, Nick, that his influence is at least as big as it ever was, if not more so.
1: I think so. C.S. Lewis worked a lot to answer the skepticism of materialism and especially things that concern the supernatural aspects of the Bible. He addressed issues like the problem of pain, evil in the world, things like that. And he did that with a very, very careful, steady and expert hand handling both philosophy very well, but also writing in a way that was accessible to almost everybody. And, and his counter arguments and arguments for the Christian faith still carry a lot of weight today, maybe even more so. And there are a lot of a lot of apologists and, and quite a few scholars who are revisiting his way
0: of thought. And that's a good intro into the quote of his that we're going to talk about, Nick. What is that?
1: So the quote today comes from a lecture that C.S. Lewis delivered called Is Theology Poetry? Now, the lecture itself is in a book called The Weight of Glory, which is a collection of essays. It's a very famous quote of his, so we're going to make sure that we get it right for you. So the quote goes like this, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, But because by it, I see everything else. What do you make of that quote? What is not to make of this quote? It's the closing of the lecture. So this is how he draws everything together. In this particular lecture, he aims to explain why he puts a Christian worldview above that of what he'd call the scientific worldview or materialistic worldview. But what we need to know about C.S. Lewis was that he became a Christian at, at age 30. And before that, he was a hardcore, ardent and pretty scary atheist. And all this is described in his book, Surprised by Joy, which is kind of an autobiography of his. And that's where Lewis really lived in that intellectual, really lived out philosophical realm. So he was no stranger to skepticism against religion and Christianity in particular.
0: Yeah, and I think he said of himself, didn't he, that he was the most reluctant convert in England. He describes himself as coming, kicking and struggling, like a true prodigal.
1: Yes, his, his conversion was certainly in stages rather than a glorious Paul on the road to Damascus kind of moment. Mm-hmm. So in this quote, you have to put all that behind it and understand that for somebody like Lewis to say that I take the Christian worldview and I hold it because it has such tremendous explanatory power for the world is a big, big statement. Today we'd be looking for evidence for Christianity. And that's, that's, that has its place. But he himself turned the question in its head and he said, well, if I take Christianity and look through it, I can explain everything, including science and the evil of the world and tragedy and catastrophe and pain and sorrow and joy and what drives people and why people get out of bed in the morning and all these things. I can't want to put the lens of Christianity on it.
0: Yes, and I think he would say that it, it is able to do that. It's able to explain the world and life in a way that atheism just can't.
1: Yes, he was able to turn his own skepticism against atheism itself, this materialistic worldview, that's really what he would be describing. And he worked with stories all the time. So he knew that people construct narratives to make sense of the world. We don't know everything. So we look at what we see and we make stories and to put together all the things that we see so we can make sense of it. But we constantly editorialize, we leave things out, we overblow other things, we distort things. We're always cutting and pasting when it comes to our story making, but when he used the Christian story to look at the world, suddenly everything fell into place. And that's a remarkable statement because for many Christians, that might not be uh, something that they would banner over their heads necessarily. Now, there's something else about this quote, and this brings me to the Bible. It reminds me of a quote, something that Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter 11 and verse 34. And in that verse, Jesus says, your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it is bad, your body is full of darkness. Now, Jesus is saying that the way you see things or what you see will determine how the rest of you is going to behave in the world. So if you're not seeing right, or if you're not seeing at all, then your whole body will be blind and in darkness. So bringing it back to Lewis's quote, it makes me think that, Lewis understood that Christianity is not just a framework for looking at the world, but because it allows you to see everything in its true color, then it also has a phenomenally transformative effect on you.
0: Absolutely. How true is that? Nick, if people want to read up more on C.S. Lewis, where would you send them? Well, one that I kind of like is called
1: C.S. Lewis, The Romantic Rationalist. And this is a a book which is edited by John Piper and David Mathis. And I like it because it really looks at C.S. Lewis in terms of not just his theology and his philosophy, but a little bit critically also in some cases, because like everybody else, he had his own flaws. And uh, this book offers a very nice uh, way of, uh, and a charitable way of looking at C.S. Lewis, looking how great he was, but also looking at some of the points of his thinking that might need more development or caution.
0: So I would add to that the book in the Jeff and Janet Benge biography series for younger readers, parents for your kids or if you just want a quick read an encouraging read on CS Lewis then CS Lewis in the Jeff and Janet Benge series. Nick, books by him. Oh, this is difficult. I mean, just take anything that he wrote, The
1: Screwtape Letters, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Space Trilogy, Mere Christianity, Miracles, The Problem of Pain. Honestly, my personal favorite that I read last year, and I really, really, it blew my mind, I will say it like that, is The Great Divorce. It's rare that a, a book so small can have such a profound impact.
0: And I would second that. I think Great Divorce is a wonderful book, but you could read C.S. Lewis for months and not run out of stuff to read, couldn't you? Absolutely. Nick, thank you very much. God bless you and God bless everybody else.